0: Hello everyone, and thank you for coming back to yet another episode of The Gloving Paradigm. I am your host, Peter, aka LPDA Dubuque, and this week is going to be a very interesting week because I get to cover another fun topic for me, and it's kind of more of a casual topic in a way because, you know, not a lot of people kind of talk about this in like a very serious manner, and I'm not saying that as a bad thing or anything, it's just, you know, something I felt like maybe I should actually kind of talk more in depth about because it's something that i feel maybe people don't really think is all that necessary but it it is in a way kind of necessary uh, to at least talk about in my opinion and what i'm going to be talking about is very simple and it's about diffusers uh this episode <laughs> this episode is going to be about diffusers and the differentials of the diffusers and what their purposes are and things of that nature just to kind of give you an idea like if you're ever wondering why certain people use certain diffusers or you know why they even use them at all and you know what what do they accomplish which i know a lot of people are going to be like well it's kind of self-explanatory why people use them and and, you know maybe some people don't really understand it you know so i kind of want to get people on more of an in-depth page you know in-depth level of understanding this stuff so to get straight into it we're going to be talking about diffusers i know everybody should know what diffusers are but i do want to cover it just in case there's some people who listen to this episode who don't know anything about gloving and i assume that i get one of the one or two of those people that just have no clue about anything so what is the definition of a diffuser in gloving basically it's just an attachment that really augments the lights based on its distribution or the shape that it creates it's basically what it's what it is it's just a little attachment you stick on your light to either change the size the shape or you know even the color depending on what type of diffuser you have now some people are going to be like wait types of diffusers yes there are pretty much three major types um and i know some people are going to kind of like have their eyebrows raising at three when they probably sitting there thinking wait no there's only two no there's three let me let me explain so course everybody knows the the two main ones are always huge. It's either the clear or they're frosted. You know, those are pretty much your standard. Everybody usually uses them in some fashion. I do know back in the day before we have our new set of, you know, our premier set of diffusers. uh, I know specifically Amazing Lights was doing this and I know a couple other companies were doing this at the time as well, but they made colored diffusers. You know, the very most common ones back in the day were the bullet diffusers. So it's just a little cap that goes on top of your lights. Yeah, companies actually used to, if they still don't, (laughs) uh, I'll be surprised if they don't, but if they still do, that's great. But they used to make colored diffusers. And the main reason why was it's basically just, you know, changing the tint of your light. So even if you're using the standard RGB you know, you can put on a red tip on it, and it would, you know, as idle, it would look very red. Then you can put on a blue one; and it would be blue, so on and so forth. You know, uh, there used to be a huge plethora of them. I'm sure you can probably still get your hands on them. But yes, those are your three major types: is clear, frosted, colored. You can even say tinted if you want. Some people say that; that's totally fine. I don't really care. Uh, I would probably say it's tinted if it's a clear that's trying to be colored. You know what I mean? Uh, usually, the colored diffusers will be frosted but I've seen people make clear ones where it's actually tinted in that color so you know depending on which one you want you can probably find them okay and when it comes to the shapes of diffusers there's there's a plethora out there by now you know uh I know there was the good old standard of like what amazing lights first launched out was like cube diffusers and shield diffusers and popcorn diffusers and dome diffusers you know and Usually, like the default diffuser that you usually get with lights when you first purchase them, are either like the the bullets or the the premium closed or open uh, diffusers. Which, if you don't know what those are, it's very very simple. Closed and open diffusers are basically just a little tube, and if it's closed, it's closed; it has a cap on it, and if it's open, it doesn't have a cap on the top of it. So that way, you can actually see the light within the diffuser. Uh, you know, you kind of get the same effect with like fisheye lens or or uh, or the earbuds that people like to use a lot. You know, but it's just like a little, just a little cone, just a little simulator that just goes on to lights. it. It was very interesting at the time because I know when I had like the the OMG light bits, they came with the open diffusers, and I really really liked how those looked at the time because they were just really really great. Um. So you know you. <laughs> You have a whole plethora of different shapes. You know, I already mentioned the shield, cube, popcorn, dome. Those are kind of one of the big things that people have out there. Uh, You know, bullets, the fisheye lens, uh, earbud. I'm just going to call them earbuds because that's what what they are. Uh, Like when I purchased the atoms and the ions, they came with earbud diffusers, which those are fine. I'm okay with those. They do add an interesting shape and you still have that open open lens effect with the, the bulb. I will certainly say that I did take one of those earbuds and stick them on my Chroma controls because I was kind of curious how it would look with, you know, a clear clear bulb. <sighs> I don't really like it because as people like to call it, I can see the hot spot like crazy. And if you don't know what the hot spot is, is when when you have a clear bulb and you can see the diodes and you can actually see them being not blended together to make the desired color that they're supposed to be making, and you can just see the diodes clear as day. That's what people call a hot spot. Okay. Just kind of wanted to put that out there so you guys understand what I'm talking about. Okay, so you have a plethora of shapes. You have different types that you can go with. Uh, I know I haven't seen any colored or tinted ones in a very, very, very long time. And I totally understand why. But it was a very popular thing back in the day. Like, you know, during the, the 2010 to like maybe 2014 era of gloving, it was a very, very popular thing. Uh, before programmables really came out uh, and really took over the the industry, um, you know, a lot of people really like the red ones. A lot of people really like the blue ones. There was green. There was orange. I seen pink. I seen purple. You know, it didn't necessarily alter your light color choices, especially if you're doing bulbs too much, but it did augment them in a certain way. And people did like that. You know, it it allowed us to customize our lights in a way that we didn't have before, especially before programmables. You know, it was just one of those things that I thought was really cool. Uh, it's still cool to me this day, but some people kind of, I guess it's fallen out of favor for some people. I don't know. To each its own. <laughs> you know, that's just, that's how I look at it. It's, you know, just to each its own. So why do people really like diffusers? Well, there are a plethora of reasons, of course, why people like diffusers. And one of the main big reasons is it makes your lights look bigger. You know, <laughs> It's kind of funny because if you kind of watch like today's styles of of gloving, you know, the lights look huge and they have all these different shapes. And then you go back, like if you go way far back into like 2012 prior, like even to 2010, you know, we didn't have these big giant diffusers. So the lights didn't look super big. Some people like that. Some people don't. It, It really all depends on your personal preference. And, you know, it's not... I don't see... I don't see diffusers choices ever affecting how your audience is going to feel like, uh, I know certain people have their certain preferences when it comes to diffusers in terms of, you know, what style of the show it should be used in and stuff like that. But you know, I, don't really see the audience like seeing somebody wearing popcorn diffuser and you're just going, Oh, why are you using those? You know, like, I don't, I don't see that happening. Okay. So when it comes to choosing your shape, it's literally in my opinion, just people's personal preference, but it does make your light look bigger. And I, I do enjoy that. I kind of like big lights. They just, they look really cool, especially if they had different shapes and depending on your flash patterns, it's really going to accentuate the shapes and it's going to look really great. Of course, Diffusers also help blend the colors better. Now, something I will definitely let you guys know a little bit later in this episode, there is a very specific style when it comes to bulb and diffuser choices. To me, it's just how it's optimized depending on how things are configured. Okay, Uh, It is not an ironclad rule that you have to follow but just from my experience as a Glover and tinkering around with this stuff, this is what I came down to feel like it's the most optimal way, but let me, (laughs) I'll get into that in a little bit, but yes, they do actually help blend the colors a lot better. Uh, I will certainly say clear uh, clear diffusers really help just keep the brightness. Uh, if your lights are already being diffused and blended properly, then you can wear a clear diffuser and it'll just look brighter and bigger. Uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> it's interesting if you compare like clear diffusers to frosted diffusers because when you have a clear diffuser, they look very much more translucent and some people really like that. It, it does add a nice quality to the show. But some people just like frosted and that's totally fine. You know, and of course your trails take a certain shape. Uh, you know, if you have popcorns, you're going to look like a trail of popcorns and so on and so forth. I don't really think I need to repeat myself so much on that stuff. You know, but there are certain diffusers that people actually have out there that are nice and big and flat on the surface. And there's a huge reason why people really like those and that's decaling. Now, you don't have to have a big flat surface in order to do a decal on your diffusers. I can certainly tell you that people do a lot of of decaling with their popcorn diffusers. I haven't really seen anyone do it with dumb diffusers, but you never know. I've seen people do some crazy stuff lately, so... (laughs) So, edging, what I I call this edging popcorns. And what is edging popcorns is basically the people, the glovers, will take their popcorn diffusers and they'll line the edges of all the balls that are on the popcorn diffuser so the edges are more pronounced. It actually kind of helps add to the shape and really help define the shape. There are plenty of ways that people have done it. I've seen people say that they've done it with nail polish. I've seen people say they do it with Sharpie, paint, you know, a lot of different different materials that you can go with this. If you ask me how I would go about it, the best way I would go about it is have a nice tiny little itty bitty paintbrush, not a super long wick on the, on the paintbrush, nice and tiny, and take one of those permanent markers and really dip it into the into the marker head and use that to mark it because that's what I use to make the X's on my cube diffusers. The first time I did it, I did it with a regular Sharpie. The the ink does not bond well to the to the plastic or the whatever the material that they use for the cubes diffusers. However, if you take a permanent marker, and I mean like one of those big ones that people like to use and just make a nice good X on it, it actually bonds very, very well to that material. I will certainly say (laughs) that you gotta be very, very meticulous of what you're doing because once you get it on there, it's gonna be very, very difficult to get off. And I can certainly tell you from my own experience with my cube diffusers, with uh, just regular Sharpie, it does kind of do a little staining on the front. So from my experience, I'm just telling you, if you're trying to do something like I did, like just putting Xs on your your cubes, permanent marker is gonna be really helpful. Uh, really really helpful and it's really really good at keeping on there on like how sharpies are they rub off re- relatively easily So just do you keep that in mind? Uh, it does it does tend to happen so you know <laughs> I know some people are like well I don't know if I want to do that now because if it gets on there and I can't get it off And I ruin it it's like no I totally understand from your point of view uh, if, if you f- don't feel confident enough to perform that and get that task done Maybe you go find one of your friends who's a very strong artist to do it for you. Uh, you know, somebody who has very steady hands. You know, it all depends if you actually really want to go through it. If you don't do it, that's you know, it's not the end of the world. You know, no one's going to chastise you for not doing it right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but a lot of the times people use uh, cubes. I've seen people do it with shields, uh, but there's other custom diffusers that people have made so you can actually put decals on them, you know. Uh, and of course those people, uh, you can get decals pretty much anywhere. You know, I never really dealt with a lot of the decals. Uh, I would certainly say if you can make sure that the glue bonds really, really well to the material, you shouldn't have any issue. And of course, as long as you're not like, you know, your sweat glands in your hands are not like Niagara Falls in terms of sweat. I don't see you actually having any problems with decals actually slipping off or anything like that. Just, uh, but again, stress testing is always a good thing for you guys to try out. Okay, so a few notes that I would like you guys to consider when it comes to diffusers and understanding what diffusers are meant to do is, uh, of course, diffusion. It's supposed to diffuse the light. Now, I know some people are like, well, what about diffracting? No, no, diffracting or refracting is not the proper term. It is properly diffusion, okay, and that's what they're tending to do. Now, I know there are some people out there that have their own personal preference, but From my own experience, when it comes to diffusers and bulbs, and I'm not talking about bulb chips, I just mean bulbs in general, depending, it doesn't even matter if it's a programmable or a regular bulb chip. What I'm talking about when it comes to the bulbs is literally if they're clear or they're frosted. And I had a wonderful conversation with somebody about this too, that I never really understood why we moved away from frosted bulbs. It's, you know, it, it blends the colors so much better. It diffuses them way better and people can wear clear diffusers on frosted bulbs they still get that brightness part of it you know that's that's just always been my thing and i know when the chroma 24s came out the big shtick about that whole thing was clear bulbs and i remember everyone (laughs) everyone was losing their minds and i can totally understand at the time it was something not really done and people really wanted to see how that would operate you know yeah clear bulbs are great But my biggest problem is that they were not diffusing the the lights properly when it came to custom colors, you know. uh, The additive color theory is a very delicate type of theory that we have to work with since we're dealing with lights. And if you don't properly diffuse the lights, it doesn't blend well and it just, it just, it doesn't look good. You know, if you just take a clear bulb and then you turn it on and just look, point to your hand, you're just going to see red, green, blue pointing at your hands from the diodes. So, you know, I always felt that Frosted bulbs are the way to go some people might disagree with me i don't really care if you think that clear bulbs are like the the future and they're the way to go and that's the only type of bulb that you want kudos to you man or woman it's totally for you that's you know that's your preference and i'm not going to take that away from you but i have my preferences too and i think frosted bulbs are way better in my opinion but you know what i don't really get that choice (laughs) you know uh (laughs) They get that kind of uh, the companies make those choices if they want clear or frosted bulbs. It, you know, that's their choice. But if you're somebody like me who wants proper diffusion of your lights, here is a rule of thumb that I've gone with for a very, very long time about diffusers with bulbs. So, if you have a clear bulb, my recommendation is to have a frosted diffuser. It just helps blend the colors better. It gives you that true color sense that you need for the custom colors that you're trying to use. So, that's one way the other way is that if you have a frosted bulb you know for example the FL ions are a frosted bulb you can use a clear diffuser they're already being diffused so you don't really need to diffuse them any further so having a clear bulb will kind of give you that level or clear diffuser it gives you that little translucent but you still get the strong color blend already because of the bulb being the diffuser you know the the bulb Is diffusing and blending the colors for you, so you don't need to add another level of diffusion in order to get those true colors. Now, you don't have to follow this. Again, this was a rule of thumb. This is how I've always done it It, because to me, this is how I felt. It's always optimized the lights to their full extent, you know. But if you want to do frosted on frosted, that's fine. If you want to do clear on clear, that's fine. I personally, I will certainly tell you that I would be more distracted if you have clear on clear because all I'm going to be looking at is the hot spots and it drives me up the wall. Is that the Glover's fault? No, that is my own fault because that's what my eyes are 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 drawn to, and it kind of gets, you know, it just kind of gets to me. It's nothing on anyone who does that. If you do do clear on clear, kudos to you. That is your thing. This is just how I've always felt. And I know a lot of people kind of, I know a lot of people agree with me on this one. But some people might just, you know, be rebellious and be like, no, I want to do clear on clear, or no, I want to do frosted on frosted. No one's telling you that you can't do that. I'm not telling you to do that. If you want to do clear on clear or frosted on frosted, go ahead. Don't make me stop you, all right? (laughs) So, you have those. That's one major note of consideration. Now, one of the major things that some people will tell you is that certain... Diffusers really lend to certain styles of shows, and I do agree with that to an extent. Now, I'm not saying that you can't use like cube diffusers to not do any tech, you know, you only do like flow, liquidy type stuff. No, 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 you can just use whatever diffuser you want, it doesn't matter. But some people do feel like cubes really lend themselves to like digiting and dialing and a lot of textile stuff. Uh, a lot of people say that popcorn diffusers really, really lend to the liquid of it all. You know, that's, that's just, because it, it, just because it does lend to a style does not mean it's landlocked into that style. And if you don't use that style in your show with those diffusers, it does not make you a bad Glover at all. You know, that, that's, again, that's all purely subjective stuff. But, you know, people kind of have these consensus and there are these camps of consensus that people tend to have about certain things. So I do want to kind of point that out, but I'm not saying that these are rules, so please keep that in mind, <laughs> okay? So you know, you got, you got different shapes that do lend to different styles, but the other thing I do want to let you guys know is that some shapes do become a little less effective depending on the flash pattern. Now what do I mean by this? Okay. <laughs> So, if you're like me and are a huge fan, and I mean I'm a huge, huge fan of the Cube Diffusers, certain flash patterns do not work really well with the Cube Diffusers. At least in my opinion. It's just how I felt about it, but I do want to kind of stress this out. Uh, if you use something like strobe, or a Tracer, or Chroma Mode, or the Sandbox Mode, where it kind of gives you a ribbon, those types of... Flash patterns to me really don't help or do not really look good with iCube Diffusers and it's just because I really like that sh- square shape being in the trail now if you use like hyper strobe or tracer or a ribbon style flash pattern it, it doesn't it just doesn't look good because it's like an elongated square but it can curve so you don't really get that perfect square kind of look and I know that's just me kind of nitpicking it and that's my personal preference However, I do just want to kind of stress that that certain ones will actually do that and just not really look good. You know, so uh, especially if you have like a decal. Ugh. <laughs> especially with like my X's on my on my cubes when I use like a tracer or any ribbon style type flash pattern. Oh, it just it does not look good. At least in my opinion. So you know those are some things I definitely want to let you guys know about. One last thing I do want to tell you is that I compiled and collected as many links as possible to not not to any of the big companies that they're selling their diffusers like Amazing Lights or Futuristic Lights or whatever. I wanted to try to get some of the third party develop not developers, but manufacturers that, you know, some of the people who do this as a freelancing, I definitely want to make sure that i'm showing some love to them because you know they're putting time and effort to make custom diffusers like i've seen people make you know claw diffusers even though that's been kind of around for a while but uh fish eyes of course uh i've seen somebody just recently make a spider diffuser which was really really cool you know so i'm definitely gonna try to get as much of those links in here as possible on this episode's description so that way you guys have it but other than that that's pretty much the end of my episode i really do hope you guys enjoyed this episode this was a lot of fun for me to actually talk about because i like diffusers i like different shapes i like what we can do when it comes to our lights in this sense so i definitely want to hear what you guys have to say about diffusers i definitely want to hear what you guys think about your favorite diffusers what is your favorite diffusers you know all that stuff thank you guys so much for actually commenting when it came on to uh, when I asked the question about the fusers and how you guys feel about it, uh, there were a couple people that are on there that say that they are the dragon who are sleeping on a massive horde of f- fusers every night and hissing at anyone who comes nearby. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, just just good stuff. And I really do appreciate it, you guys. So you have various outlets you can hit me up at. Of course, I do have a Facebook page, which is aptly named The Gloving Paradigm. You can definitely hit me up at my email which is muttonchopguy@gmail.com. gmail.com i am also on reddit under the username muttonchopguy. so if you're on reddit and you see any of my posts don't hesitate to hit me up there uh and of course i do have a discord server which the link to that will be in this episode's description as always definitely want to just thank everybody so far who's liked the page i know at the time of this recording i checked i'm at 172 likes so we're only 28 away from the next 200 ask me anything live stream thingamajig uh and one other do uh one other important note um i am trying to set things up so i can start getting some interviews in here so hopefully after a couple of experimentations on certain things i just need to try out uh we will have interviews starting to come in Uh, i already have a couple of people lined up who want to come on to the show for interviews so definitely stay tuned for that stuff but other than that that is pretty much my episode for this week thank you guys so much for listening in I love you guys I am your host Peter aka lpd 8 Dubuque, and I'll see you guys all next week